Hello and welcome to Crab Cakes and Football. That's what Maryland does. I'm Travis Ware alongside my older brother, Eric Ware. And we got an episode two, baby. Here we go. We're not canceled yet. Hey. How's that work, though? Did we cancel ourselves? Yeah, which I guess means we never get canceled. Yay. Until we decide not to do it anymore. Right. So we are Marylanders, we like crab cakes, we like football, we have no reason to be talking about football, but nope. we're doing it anyway. So here we are. We want to extend a thank you to anybody who listened, all seven people that listened to our first episode, thank you. If you're listening to the second episode, even bigger thank you because you're officially a fan, I think. Yeah. Is that how that works? Yeah, after one. Right. First time, whatever. And then if you come back again, that means you're a fan. All right, sweet. Well... Yay, we got fans. Cool. All right. Oh, we don't know that. Well, yeah, true. Yeah, I guess we have to finish this episode and look at how many plays we have for this. Exactly. All right. Well, anyway, we digress. So last week, we, of course, talked about the NFC. So that means this week we are talking about the AFC. (laughs) Wrong. No. Yeah, we're definitely talking about the AFC. So um, the American League West. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Exactly. and we are only one week and a day away from the NFL season it's officially coming. starting. It is coming. Officially starting because this preseason does not count. I would say, how much uh, how much preseason have you been watching? A whole lot of none. Yeah, <laughs> like same. I, I we, and that's that's the thing. A lot of people are into it. Not not me. Literally nothing can't. comes from it. I don't think, other than injuries. Like that's really. I agree. I, I injuries. I mean, I, the only thing is like. You get to like learn the names of your rookies. Right? You get to learn the names of your rookies that you're rooting for. And every once in a while, like some crazy thing happens, and like a guy will make the team, and then he ends up being something. But that's very rare. Yeah. And I feel like it's even rarer now. Yeah. Like, a lot of times now, your preseason darlings don't even—they're not even in the NFL after that. So it's just like, okay, it's cool to watch this player do great, but then it doesn't matter anymore, and it doesn't mean anything. Right, because it's all fours against fours, and yeah. And, I mean, it's great to be awesome against people that aren't going to play football next week. Like, right, yeah. What does that even mean? At that point, right. I would watch the XFL or the USFL. But anyway, we digress. But before we get into it, Eric, how have you been, man? Uh, fantastic. You know why? Why? Football's coming in a week. Yeah, but yeah. also, Labor Day weekend's coming up. Dude, love me three-day weekends. Super excited. Uh, we have a family barbecue. Of course. Uh, and that means food. Yes. Maybe crab cakes, question mark? Right. Oh, that's for another day. Uh, but yeah, how are you doing? I'm doing great. Definitely looking forward to a three-day weekend. Uh, this is the first time I've been off in Labor Day since um, I started working. Yeah, so, we've worked a lot of places where they make you work holidays. <laughs> and man, does that suck. I've worked a lot of retail, a lot of restaurants, and a car dealership. So I was never off on Labor yeah. Day. So. Well, congratulations. Yeah. Moving on up. Moving on up. Woohoo! All right. Anyway, so the AFC... And we'll just go in the same order we did last week. So we will start with the East, and I will start out with my predictions. Feel a little fitting because growing up, I was a big Dan Marino fan. So I'll talk about these first. So I'm gonna be real boring today, I think. I'm just, not. Just a heads up. So I have to play off of you <laughs> being not boring. Hot takes coming up. Hot oh, takes. Oh geez. Oh here we go. Well, I got the Bills. Taking the division. Shocker. Shocker. They were 11-6 and six last year. 12-5 and five is what I got for this year. So let me ask you something. They went 11-6 last year, which isn't a dominating record. So why? If they lose their offensive coordinator, he goes becomes a head coach of the Giants. So why do they win one more game this year? 
I like the pieces they added. Okay. Um, so, of course, we talked about Tim Settle uh, with him leaving the Commanders, but adding him to the Bills, I feel like they're going to know how to use him for a while. I, I agree. Um, I absolutely agree with that. And I think that'll definitely help. I think help. that's a good add for them. For uh, sure. I like Vaughn Miller. Again, I feel like he'll do exactly what he did with the Rams. I like, feel like Vaughn Miller is 180 years old, but okay. He is, but I feel like... It more down leadership. the yeah leadership down the stretch and obviously this doesn't affect their record for the season but postseason he'll be a nice piece especially leadership wise um, and honestly I like some of the offensive pieces OJ Howard great tight end ad and I like I'm still a huge Jamison Crowder fan even though yeah, he's, he's getting up there in age since he's left really yeah like, but again I mean, I feel like jets, he drowns with the jets the jets are 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 the jets so i think he'll have a little bit of a resurgence there plus he's gonna have digs to take away coverage and then you know obviously right. Allen. i think the problem with the jets Allen. is when they got him they're trying to make him the number one and he's not a number no one. he's a slot, he's a slot and, dude like and so if he... he was so successful with us because we had garcon and djax on the outside yep. and then he just got to be whatever in the Correct. middle plus we had jordan reed so it's like Correct. He was like option four. You know who had been really good at using Jameson Crowder? Who's that? Brian Dribble. Yeah. Yeah. He would have. And it's to remain to be seen how their new OC is going to do. Um, so I guess I'm kind of banking on... Obviously, I don't think they're going to be quite as good as Dayball is going to be... Or Dayball was, but I don't think it's going to be that drastic of a drop-off. Okay. I just... I don't see them... I don't see them... Well, first of all, I didn't say they're going to be a huge drop-off. I just don't see how they're going to win more games than they did last year. I'm not seeing it. I feel like they grew towards the end of last year, and they started playing a lot stronger, especially in the playoffs. So I just feel like they were... The playoffs in which they lost? Yes, they lost. But they also lost in an air battle with the Chiefs. So Josh Allen was kind of firing on air battle against the Chiefs. Yeah, of course. I knew you were going to say something like that. But anyway, moving on. Um, Second... On this list, I got the Patriots going ten and seven. This, was that the record last year? They were nine. Ah, they were ten and seven last year. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I uh yeah, they were ten and seven. I'm just par for the Same course. Thing, okay. Ten and seven. I feel like right, they lose their great, fantastic Hall of Fame legendary offensive coordinator. You know how I feel about that. <laughs> Josh McDaniels. Yeah, no. yeah, we uh so for those that don't know, not big Josh McDaniels fans over here. Nope. Uh he what has he done for himself? And when he went to Denver, became a head coach, not great. They comes back, he rides on the coattails of Belichick for a while, and now he gets another job. And Brady. And Brady. Like I feel like if at some point it was more Brady offense than it was McDaniels. Like, but but he is very well respected in the league. He is. And maybe that means something. And if with him leaving, I don't know. Now, Maybe we'll see a difference. I will say, I think the biggest thing about the difference there is him leaving and them not really do, doing what, anything to replace him. Yeah, exactly. Like, what, what's this whole thing with their coaching? Joe system. Judge what and is going on? Matt Patricia. Like, I and Matt I, Patricia, the D coordinator, is now the offensive line coach. I'm so confused. And then the play callers are going to be a former defense coordinator and a former special yeah. teams coach. Right. Yeah, I have no idea. Both of um, you have been horrible head coaches, which doesn't mean anything for being a coordinator. Right, it doesn't, but they were also not from that side of the ball. So I have no idea what that's about. Um, honestly, that's just kind of like, I feel like 
10 and 7, par for the course. Like, Mac Jones is going to be Mac Jones. Like, I feel like he's going to... What does that mean? What is Mac Jones? I think he's going to be incredibly consistent. Not going to be great. Not going to be terrible. So, game manager? Yes. Game okay. manager, which, right. honestly, in a Bill Belichick coach Correct. team... Correct. Tom Brady was the game manager in the first six, seven years I mean, of what? Will Matt Castle go, like, 10 and 7? Yeah. So they, or 10 and 6, excuse me. There was less games then. So, boom. Mac Jones goes 10 and 7. I actually think they went 11-5, because what's crazy about that season is they went 11-5 and, and missed the playoffs. Yeah, because uh, the Dolphins were 11-5 yeah. and five as well. They had a better uh, division record, um, I do believe. But yeah, so Patriots, par for the course, 10-7 and seven last year, 10-7 and seven this year. Okay, so where do you have your beloved uh, Dolphins? Ah, my beloved Dolphins, I have them at 8-9. and nine. Ouch. Ouch. Now, I love what they're doing. I do. And what are they doing? <laughs> I love what they're doing. I love, I love the coach that they brought in. Okay. I love, of course, Mike the addition. Yeah, Mike McDaniel. I love the addition of Tyreek Hill. Um, Tron Armstead, great pickup. Connor Williams, they're bolstering up that offensive line. Love their running back room. Chase Edmonds, Raheem Mostert, Sony Michelle. Like, I think each of those by themselves, not so great, but all three together, pretty Correct. I think it's going to be good. Correct. They're all different, and they're all talented. Something that way. I didn't even realize until I was doing this research, Melvin Ingram, that flew under the radar um, that they brought him in, so I like that move. A little worried about their defense. I feel like it may not be quite as good with Flores not being there. Um, also, they struggled mightily at the beginning of the year last year, came on strong. <sighs> Again, back on their defense, I think Flores, you know, was able to, like, breathe some life into that defense. I think they're going to kind of struggle because we've even talked about it. There's no real big, like, name. You know, I mean, they have good corners, but outside of that, there's nobody that, like, jumps out at you. No, they don't have a huge pass rusher. I, I agree with you. I just think that it's interesting when head coaches with good defenses leave. It seems like those defenses linger to be good for a year or two more after. And I will say one thing that I do like that they did is they kept the coordinator Correct. from the Flores reign. Correct. So that smart move by uh, Mike McDaniels. So I definitely like that move. I like what Mike McDaniels is going to bring to the table. I just think it's going to take a little too long to get going before they get going. Okay. So that's kind of where my 8 and 9 comes in. So they're going to struggle early, finish strong, just like last year, barely miss out on everything. I have to say that I completely disagree. I know you do. you finish your East, then we'll get to mine. All right. And then the Jets are the Jets are the Jets are the Jets. I actually have them improving to 5 and 12 from 4 and 13 last year. Me too! Me um, too! <laughs> yes, one more win. Um, I thought about giving them just 4. But I you actually know like kind of the way they're going. Uh, as far I do as, too, like, from I, I agree. I think they're going to play a little bit more smash mouth football on the offensive side. I don't think they're going to rely as heavily on the quarterback. And I think, you know, with the additions of CJ Uzama, Tyler Conklin, and then, um, of course, they drafted Brees Hall. I think they're going to go more with a little bit of ground and pound and then play off of a two tight end set, which I think will be a better fit for them. Um, I like some of the additions they made uh, last year on their defense. Uh, they do lose a couple pieces this year, but... We'll see. I mean, it, it, it also depends on is Sala going to be even anything as a coach? Like, do they improve or do they just stay fall? Out, yeah, right. just stay. Or just drop off all together. Right, or it's drop off the even Jets worse. tend to do. Yeah. They tend to build and they give their fan base optimism, and then suddenly they're winning three games. Right, exactly. 
But I do agree. I, they're on the right path. They're, I don't think they're anywhere near ready now. I thought they had a decent draft. Um, I'll decent be, off season. I'll be honest. I mean, no, not a playoff team. Nothing like that. But I won't be shocked if they won six or seven games. No, I wouldn't either. I wouldn't either. I, and I, I think they're going to be competitive in a lot of games. Yes. Okay. I, think, I think that's what... And um, I feel like if they don't, then we might see a coaching change. Yeah, agreed. Again. Agreed. All right. All right, so what do you got for the East? So I'm not sure if, other than the Jets, I don't know if we have any of the oh, same stuff. Oh, man. So my first place team is the Miami Dolphins. First place. First place, Woo! taking the division at 11 wins. All right. All right. So the Bills won 11 last year. So right. 11, we're setting 11 as the pace to win the East. I think that's fair to say. So I got the Dolphins winning 11 games. I actually really like the hire of Mike McDaniel. I think he's going to try to run the same type of offense 49ers run. <laughs> the, the crazy thing about that, I think the Dolphins already have the pieces there to run it. And we talked about the running back room. That's what the 49ers do. They have like 18,000 running backs that they run out there. And you're like, wait, who's this guy? Where did they draft this guy from the 180th round of blah, blah, blah. And like just running people all the time. And you're like, who's this guy? Oh, this guy ran for 350 yards today. That's cool. And then you go to the next game, and he's not even running. And it's kind of like when Belichick was doing like five years ago. And so I, the Dolphins have the ability to do the same thing. Yes. And if now, my first place pick hinges on Tua staying healthy. Yes. And Very big. I think that Tua will improve, and I think will improve. Like he well, first of all, he improved last year. Yes. He looked good at the end of the year. Yes. And I think he's going to continue to improve with McDaniel. I think McDaniel's a good hire for. Him at this time because right, this is kind of a prove it or lose it for Tua. Yes, like he, it's time, and McDaniel's comes in at a good time to prove this. I I like the pieces they have. I do worry about the defense a little bit with Flores leaving, but again, they kept the coordinator, and like I said, there seems to be the this leftover like greatness that happens. Like it takes a few years for that defense to crumble. Not offenses; they'll crumble instantly, but it takes a few years yeah. for defenses to crumble. Like, they've had that coaching. They know their scheme. It's not the, the scheme's not changing, right? Because they're not changing coordinators. Right. So they're playing in the so same scheme. They know scheme. their assignments. They know the stuff. assignments. It's it's not like they're depending on a bunch of new players. It's not like they went out and signed a whole bunch of new defensive guys. So it's basically the same core, at least starting-wise. So I think the defense will be good. If that's the case, I, I could see them easily winning 10-11 if Tua stays healthy and the defense is on the same pace as last year. I don't see the same playing the same ability as last year. I don't see how they don't win 11 games. Tua really picked up. That team was really good at the end of the year. Yeah, and we've kind of talked about this too with if Mike McDaniel is going to be bringing in that 49ers offense and spreading the field horizontally like we've right. been talking about a lot. They have the perfect pieces to do and that's that. That's what I'm saying. It's so crazy to me that like they're already there for him. Like It's like the perfect... 49er-esque offensive roster. Like, right, because you got... You go anywhere in the league, you got Waddle, I think the Dolphins is the pick one. It's the best Jaylen one. Jalen Waddle, you got Tyreek Hill. Yeah. Like, definitely going to be the screen game there. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, you have Mike Gusecki, so you have a decent tight end. Um, I think he's going to make a jump this year. I do, too. Big I jump. think it's a huge season for um, him. Yes. And, in again, system? hinge on Tua. Right. Um, but I'm also, you know, I'm also playing a little safe because and i'm obviously not right yeah. this is obviously a risky call like no nobody not a whole lot of people are saying dolphins are winning the <laughs> no. AFC East. not a lot of people but i don't think are not picking the bills i think that i think the dolphins 
have a wide range of what they could finish. Yes. And I'm just I'm going the optimistic route here for them because I, I do think that the stars are aligned for them. I think, And I think what helps is I do think the Bills are going to take a step back because it's not like I have Miami winning 12 or 13 games. Right. So I think, and I, it's not a gigantic step. I don't think they're going to fall off the. I Face still have them right. in the playoffs. But I think they're going to take a tiny step back, losing Drybaugh, which gets us to second place. So, second place, I do have the Bills. I do have them as a wild card. I have them at 10 wins. They won 11 last year. It's not, I mean, I'm no, not, it's not calling crazy. for a huge no. change. I just. Josh Allen is such an interesting guy, right? Coming out of the draft, all we heard about was we don't know if this guy's accurate enough to be successful in the NFL. First year, oh, he looked all right. Like he looked better than we thought he'd be. Yeah. He certainly didn't look elite. No. And then year two, oh, okay. Like we got something. And then year three, suddenly people were, were, were starting to call him elite. And I get it, but this is under Drable. And I, and he's got tons of talent. And that talent hasn't left. It's still there. He's got digs. We talked about the uh, Crowder pickup. Yeah. And so, so it, the talent's still there. I just wonder if he's going to, and again, not a massive, but if he's just going to take a tiny step back, losing dry ball. Because I, don't I, I don't think he, he innovates a lot, which might kind of counter what I'm going to say, but sometimes it's too upset. Like, Okay, so I always compared, like, especially before we were really calling Josh Allen elite, I always saw Josh Allen as being, like, the Ranny, Manny Ramirez quarterback. You know how people always like, that's Manny being Manny. Like, he would, like, make some dumb, goofy play in the outfield. I'm like, what the heck? And it's like, whatever, he's, like, batting 380 and hitting 47 home runs a year, so we don't really care. And, like, I feel like that about Josh Allen sometimes. Like, he just, he'll play really good, and then it's usually, unfortunately, in the playoffs, he'll make some boneheaded, like, there's that one weird, I think it was his first playoff game or oh, first year in the playoffs, yeah. or that weird lateral thing, fumble, yeah. whatever. I don't that know. That was what horrible. It, that was the first time where I was like, Manny being Manny. <laughs> yeah. And then, but, but it didn't stop there. He does that sometimes. And I just wonder, without that, like, Brian Drable guidance, if we might not see Manny being Manny, Josh Allen being Josh Allen a few more times. And again, not a huge drop off. They'll still be in the playoffs. I think they could still be competitive in the playoffs. But I just see Miami taking over. But do you think that's something that maybe was coached out of Josh Allen to the point where, like, because McDermott's not a slouch at coach no, either. No. So like, I but he's like a defensive mind, right? He's a defensive mind. But I, but honestly, with being a defensive mind, usually they kind of discipline and all that kind of stuff. They're all about right. discipline, not turning the ball it over, could be. things like that. It could so, be. It could be that they have figured it out and that moving forward, we won't see this as an issue. And maybe, anymore. maybe you know, with something like that. Because Josh Allen was in that offense for so long, he could have a routine that's just like, you know, he's ready to go. He's firing on all cylinders all the time now. Now, we could be totally wrong. Could be totally right. Obviously, that's why we're here and having fun. Um, so, Dolphins, Bills. Back to the Dolphins. I do want to okay. say something about right. the Dolphins. Um, about how I'm wrong? Uh, yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> about how you could potentially be wrong. Something I wanted to say that I did not get the chance to say is just because Mike McDaniel was under Kyle Shannon does not mean he is Kyle Shannon. Uh, granted, that is completely <laughs> true. Yeah. I I totally get that. There are coordinators that have been absolutely terrible head coaches, and we do not know. But if he's trying to run the same system as Shanahan, boy, does he have the team to do It's the it. perfect system for Tua it, for I, that team. And I feel like if McDaniel doesn't make it here, then we know. Because I think it's in place. Like it's not like he's going to yes. a team like the Texans or the Jets or whatever. Like he like the pieces are here. So if this doesn't work in three years, 
that we are that we know. Right. The if it doesn't work this year, it's Tua. If it doesn't work in two to three years, it's right. the coach. Correct. Correct. So that points, granted. I will say though, you know the and I the names just falling away from me, but Zach Zach Tyler, right for the Bengals. Zach Taylor. Zach Taylor. I mean, yeah, Close, they got yeah. him for the next Sean McVay, and he just yeah. got to the Super Bowl. Yeah. So we'll see. Was that him or Joe Burrow? I don't know. Belichick or Brady. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So that brings me to third place. Speaking of Brady and his old team. The New England Patriots, and I got them winning eight games this year. Eight games, I, and season. Yeah, and it has nothing to do with uh, Josh McDaniels, by the way. I oh, was really? Just, okay. I, I, I don't like because here's the thing: in New England, really forever since Belichick's been there, when do coordinator changes ever really affect anything? Never, never. I've never seen it. Have you? Like nope. when Josh McDaniels went to Denver, did New England suddenly forget to play offense? Actually, they played better. Yeah. Right. Exactly. That was like That's one exa- of the years that they were first. Yeah. And that's exactly right, actually. Yeah, their numbers were uh, gargantuan that year offensively. And I think that's also the year where they were running more, th- like, they were distributing the ball to all kinds of different players and they were using more running backs and using more of the team. Yes. I think that's a problem with Josh McDaniels. I don't think that he does that. That all sounds like good stuff. I think the Patriots have a lot of questions. I think their defense is either old, beat up, or they've left. And I, I just don't see, I don't see the pieces there. Mac Jones, to me, first of all, could there be a more boring quarterback in the NFL? No. I mean... In, like, in the most exciting version of quarterbacks in the NFL. Right. Like, I feel like he is, yeah. like, he is like so boring and everybody else is so exciting There's that a it few, is insane. Like, well, actually, this year, maybe not. Because last year, the most boring quarterback to watch was Ben Roethlisberger. But, oh, yeah. But, I mean, because the dude just couldn't throw past four yards, and it was just really tiresome. Yeah. Like, like you see guys just wide open. Well, we'll get to that later, though. But Mac Jones, I just I just don't see it. Like, I feel like last year they had a soft schedule. Um, I feel like they were winning, like, it's like they won against bad teams, and they lost against good teams. And then I, I just, I don't, I just don't see it. I don't see, I don't know. I have no real reason to have them lose games other than the Dolphins are better. The Jets are better-ish. Maybe. And I don't know. I have, I just have this feeling that the Belichick empire is going to start to crumble. And I think, I just think they need a better answer than Mac Jones. And then I got the Jets finishing last. I don't think there's any. Yeah, we already kind of hit on that one. You're kind of right there with me on that one. So, All right. So... Let's move on to the AFC West, the, the wild, one that everybody is West. talking about this off season. I think everybody's talking about this this off it's, season. It's an interesting division, that's for sure. It's the wild, wild West. That There's is no doubt about it. Definitely for sure. So, well, I led the East. So, how about you take the reins on the West? All right. So here's the problem. With the <laughs> oh, jeez. Here we go. Well, I just. Let me I go struggle. sit down for a minute. <laughs> I struggle with this because last year I really liked the Chargers. I thought the Chargers did a lot of things to to kind of change their luck and get them over the hump. And they didn't do anything last year. Right. Their defense was abysmal, by the way, like horrific. And there were injuries, of course. Yeah. They did really bad. So I don't know why. <laughs> I have faith in them this time. But I'm going to pick the Chargers to win the division. Oh. Again. Win the division. Win the division. 
And really, I say I don't know why, Ooh. but I lied. I do know why. The reason why is because they do think that Justin Herbert is the best quarterback in the AFC. Sorry, Josh Allen. Sorry, Patrick Mahomes. And I think that he had a great rookie season. I actually think he played better last year. The record doesn't show it because, again, their defense was horrific. And this year, two major pickups on defense, and I know one's old, but Khalil Mack and then, to me, the even bigger yeah. because their secondary was abysmal last year except for Derwin James, which you're a safety and you have two shitty corners and you're injured half the time. doesn't yeah. really matter. So, J.C. Jackson. Yeah. I think J.C. Jackson might be the pickup of the AFC. And I think it's really going to help the Chargers. Justin, Her- There's no reason to think Justin Herbert's going to fall off. No. Mike Williams had his best year last year. Yep. Mike Williams finally proved like he was Mike Williams. Like I think there was this, like, is Mike Williams as good as we think? And I think last year, yes. And so... I think the offensive line will be okay. It's not the best offensive line, but certainly not the worst. I think their defensive front will be better. I'm hoping Khalil Mack can like return to form from a few years ago. And I think the Chargers will get it. I do think the Chiefs are dropping off. I know that the Chiefs picked up momentum last year, but we did see some moments last year where the Chiefs did not look like a good football team. Right. And their offense was figured out. And the problem with the AFC West last year is that teams had terrible secondaries. So even though a lot of teams had them figured out, the Chiefs could beat up on the Chargers. They could beat up on the Raiders because those teams' secondaries were brutally bad. I don't know that's going to be the case for the Chiefs. I don't know how many of those games they're going to get this year where they can just shoot out people. I think there's going to be teams that really try to limit that for them, and they don't have Tyreek Hill. And I get that that's not what the Chiefs... Like, the Chiefs aren't a one-player team. I understand right. that. That's how Andy Freed works. He's a hundred... looks like Mike Shanahan, right? Same thing. Swiss Army Knife, 100,000 players. You don't know where they're coming from. But I really like the Chargers this year to win, to beat it out and take the division. And I said that last time. And it didn't work out, so I'm going to go with it again. So I got Chargers first. Chiefs second, which I feel like I already talked about. It gets kind of interesting after that, (laughs) though, right? Like, this is a weird division. And I, I went back and forth because I don't have a whole lot of faith in either two teams. I know that we're talking a lot. Everybody's talking about the West, you know, Russell Wilson's going to Denver, and everybody's talking about them. And then, I really, like, the Raiders played really well. I mean, they were in the playoffs, actually. If people forget, like, kind of how good they all were after Gruden got fired. And then you're like, was Gruden holding the team back? Yes. Is Derek Carr better than everybody thinks? Yes, Yes. but I felt that from the beginning. Yeah. But here's the thing. Josh McDaniels was the worst hire. Yes. Why? Why did we get him? He was so bad in Denver. Like, I don't care how good of a coordinator you think he is. If you think he's a top five coordinator when he was with the Patriots, fine. Whatever. I don't care. It does not matter. You can beat. There are people. Uh, Wade Phillips is one of the best defensive coordinators of all time, honestly. Greg Williams, same thing. Both of them have never been a good head coach. Like, ever. And I would say Greg Williams really hasn't gotten enough of a shot, and Wade Phillips certainly has. Yeah. But Wade Phillips is I would argue Greg Williams did not get enough of a shot. No, especially there was a team in Washington that screwed him over, but that's all. Well, and there's also a team thing. in Cleveland that screwed him yeah. over. Yeah, that's true, too. And they played really well under him. Yes. So, so I say that because I, I just I, – I love the Raiders. I want to pick them to even be a wild card team. I'm going to put them at third, and I'm going to put them at nine wins. And I I just – because I don't know that – I don't think Josh McDaniels is a person that ruins a team. 
I just don't see what he makes, and I so they're going from ten to nine. Um, but I just don't see what he he's bringing to the team to make them better. And right. I don't know that they've made any personnel moves to really make them that much better either. At least in terms of the, at least in terms of everybody else. Oh, okay. We'll talk about that later. When I I'll I'll go over where I think that's different, but so, oddly well, enough, well, hold on, let's let's backtrack because right. I know who you're going with. The most overrated wide receiver in the entire. I'm league. not even just talking about him though. Okay, who else are you talking about? I'm also talking about Chandler Jones. I think that was how a, old is Chandler Jones? 160. <laughs> I think uh, along with and I'll just chime in here about this along with Khalil Mack. I think the Chandler Jones and Khalil Mack are both going to succeed. Because of who's opposite them. Okay, I they're not that. the number one person that has to do what they got to do, but they're going to take some away from you know Max Crosby and um, Bosa. So I think just from that, and they're not going to be the guy that's being double teamed every play. Whereas like they were the marquee person where they're coming from, they're not that anymore. So I think they'll come back to form. Both Cleo Mack and Jalen Jones will. So two questions. Okay. What is that? What are the? What does Chandler Jones do for the Oakland Raiders offense? Nothing. Okay, that that's where I have an issue at. And I get that they got Devontae Adams. Big. One. Secondly, what does Chandler Jones do other than the obvious? But outside of rushing the passer, what does Chandler Jones do for their secondary? Nothing. Okay, so I get it. And Max Crosby had a phenomenal year last yes. year. Like, honestly, one of my favorite players to watch last year. Really, yeah. Um, just, just he had a great season, and I like. I know I made fun of Chandler Jones earlier. I do like Chandler Jones. I think he'll be effective. I, that secondary was brutal last year, and yeah. I just they didn't do anything to make it better, in my opinion. So I, I'll still have him at third. Then the interesting team, of course, is also Denver Broncos, or as I now will call them, the Denver Russell Wilsons. Yes, because apparently when Russell Wilson goes to a team, everybody decides to fire all their talent. <laughs> Like, oh, I can get rid of everyone. Fire sale. Uh, get rid of uh, Tim Patrick, right? That's yeah. his name. And he's, I mean, Tim Patrick, like, he kind of came out of nowhere over the yes. last two seasons and was fantastic to watch. Talk about a fun player. Like, I love to watching Tim Patrick. Cortland Sutton's another guy who's great to watch when he's on the field. Yep. And, and Pat, so Tim Patrick's gone. And then Judy, like, is he going to be, like... Is he going to play like he was drafted? Well, he hasn't really done anything. So He hasn't, but who's been throwing to him? Okay, that's fair, I, I guess. And I mean, if you're going to get anybody to throw to, it's going to be Russell Wilson. Because I, I, like, I feel like Jerry Judy is going to take a big step up where Tyler Lockett's going to take a big step back. But here's my thing. if So why then was Tim Patrick so good? And Cortland, and Cortland Sutton when he's healthy? That's a fair question. So I think that's the issue because you think that would make Judy even better, right? Because you have right. those guys taking the coverage. If those guys are doing well, and again, Sutton definitely has issues. Like, be on the freaking field. But other than that, right. like, he's been great when he's on the field. So if those things are happening, why is Judy, like, still not, like, I'm not, I'm not saying he has to, I mean, he should in this draft place. But I'm not saying he has to be an all-pro player, but he really hasn't done anything. Right. Agreed. So I, I have a lot of questions. I, I But... Like, I like the defense. I don't know if the defense will be as good as they were last year. Um, I just, it's a tough division. It's not like the West is weak. Right. You could win eight games and be in last place. And yeah. I think that's what's going to happen to Denver. I have them at seven or eight wins, and they'll be in last. 
All right, you ready for me? That's probably going to be the opposite. And I swear if you have Denver picking first, I'm just going to unplug the mic and just walk No, away. I do not have Denver first. Okay. I have the Chiefs first. Okay. Uh, Andy Reid is Andy Reid. I will figure it out. Um, I have them at 13-4. and four. Okay. Uh, I think that puts them at the best record in the league for me. Okay. Um, I actually like what they did offensively, which is, I feel like I'm in the mini- minority there. But I feel like we've kind of talked about the whole like stretching the field horizontally, not vertically, and all these things. And they figured out the Chiefs' offense. So I like, obviously, if you can keep Tyreek Hill, I would like to keep Tyreek Hill. But when he's asking for that kind of money and you're paying Patrick Mahomes and um, hard to do. your tight end, Travis Kelsey, like, kind of hard to do. But I actually like adding MVS and Juju. Um, I think Juju is going to be good because he's going to I feel like Andy Reid's going to be able to use him very well and then MVS is going to be your you know over the top deep threat so you still have that deep threat but obviously you're not relying yeah. on it as highly as they did can I ask you a question yeah has Juju ever done anything when Antonio Brown's on opposite of him no but um there is Travis Kelsey on the field okay Travis Kelsey right. has the most receiving yards in the past three years of any player, like, period, I think. Yeah, I get so, it. I'm not going to question Travis Kelsey, but I don't know that he necessarily takes the top off the defense. But. No, he doesn't take the top off the defense. I do think MVS will a little bit, and then you'll have Travis Kelsey in the middle, and Juju can kind of, like, hide in there. Oh, that's another thing. Do we know how good MVS is without Aaron Rodgers? Nobody's going from Aaron Rodgers to Patrick Mahomes. Is that really a drop-off? I don't know. We'll see. We will see. Know. So, I just think Andy Reid will figure it out and they'll have a good, at least a good regular season, is where I'm at. Um, and first, I will say this. I can't argue that Andy Reid will be Andy Reid. Like, the dude yeah. figures it out. He always so. figures it out. Um, and plus, a lot of people are high on that uh, on Sky Moore. So, if he turns out to be even half as good as what people think he's going to be, especially with Andy Reid, I think they'll be fine. Um, I knew there was somebody else. I was just drawing a blank. Uh, second, I got the Chargers, eleven and six. Okay, so eleven and six. So you don't have them too far from. Where no, I'm I don't. I don't have them too far, which is why I was kind of like helping you back up the Cleo Mack thing. Um, I also like. I've always been a fan of uh, Gerald Everett. I think bringing him in. Yeah, that's true. Um, too. I actually like that addition. Um, they also brought in Kyle Van Noy, great leader on the de- on Correct. the defensive side, and I think. That's what we were talking about, like defense, like you have a leader now, like Kyle Van Noy is that veteran leadership, J.C. Jackson comes in, veteran leadership on the outside, um, and then of course Khalil Mack to sit opposite of Bosa, like I think that's just going to be, I, that's going to help them tremendously. I think the big key to that defense is Bosa staying healthy. Yes. Uh, or really everybody, Mack too. Yeah. But like, I mean, those, the two guys, like your two rushers staying healthy, I think is going to be huge. Yes, completely agree. But and I think they both have to be healthy. Also, completely agree about their offense, though. Like their offense didn't lose any big pieces, and they weren't bad. Like, it's not like right. yeah, their offense yeah, had like, nothing to do with their record last year. Like Eckler took a huge step forward. Yeah. Like everybody took a huge step forward yeah. last year. And I, I, as crazy as it is, I now I don't know if I can say it quite yet, but Justin Herbert definitely on that on that track to become you know, the best quarterback. I'm gonna put you on the spot so. right now. Who's a better quarterback, Justin Herbert or Josh Allen? If you were running a team right now, oh, who would you put on there? Man. I think, I think I would go Herbert. Yeah, I, I would too. And I think when, when we talk about like rankings and who's elite and questioning, I think the reason why I bring up Allen's because like obviously Herbert hasn't been in the league quite as long, but I think they're kind of on the same 
in terms of what people talk about anyway, and like yeah. quarterback, arm like, strength, right? Like because Mahomes is already Mahomes is already there, definite. Like nobody's arguing Mahomes, nobody's arguing Rodgers, nobody's arguing Brady. But then everybody after that, like there's debates, and like right. maybe some debates are weaker than others, of course. But then I think you get to like the next tier of like, are they elites? And I think in that tier, and maybe we can come up with ones later. But I think you put in Josh Allen and you put in Justin Herbert, Joe Burrow, and Joe Burrow, yeah. right? And like, and Joe Burrow and Herbert, of course, from the same draft. What a draft class that was! Right. Miami might have screwed <laughs> that one up. Miami might have messed that up a little bit, but that's okay. They're going to win first place this year and make it okay. You're going to wipe everybody's memories. Yeah, up. there you go. So, um, so yeah, I just wanted to throw that question out. I thought it was an interesting one. So you'd go Herbert. I, of course, would go Herbert too. Um, I just there's something like pure natural about his ability where it's like right I well don't know and the thing that is, it matters and the thing is is like the, the difference between allen and herbert is like i feel like herbert hasn't had like that insane offensive mind um and also herbert came in immediately phenomenal right like there was no growing pains there was no nothing it was just like true there wasn't like this progression that allen right did, like herbert was just nothing wrong with that boom but. he's there boom he's there boom he's rookie of the year boom like you know he's amazing and there was no growth needed it was just like he's there he's on the scene whatever um now this is where we're gonna differ okay all right i got the broncos third i got them tied at 11 and 6 but yeah you the broncos winning 11 football games yes i do 2022 the broncos will be now does that mean they're a wild card Yes, they are a walk hard. Oh, okay. <laughs> so the Broncos are a walk By the way, I have a Chiefs as a walk hard. Just to clear that. Yeah, up. yeah, okay. Kind of figured. Thought yeah. it was, you know, went without saying. But anyway. Yes, I have Broncos 11 and 6. I, I think love a, to hear Russell Wilson is that good. Is okay. that damn good. Uh, again, about the defense. Defense, like you said earlier, defenses usually don't drop off that much um, from coaching changes, things like that. So I love their defense. Um, their defense looked good, and they added Randy Gregory, which I think is awesome. Um, definitely helps them up front. As long as he doesn't just, get suspended. Yeah. Well, all right. <laughs> True. But I think Russell Wilson is that good on the offensive side. Because think about his years in... Think about his years under Pete Carroll where they had a good defense. Like, they had a good defense. Russell Wilson runs the offense. Super Bowl. Like... Now, don't think it'll be Super Bowl this year, but who's the uh, who's the Marshawn Lynch of this offense? That's a fair question. Well, actually, I like their running back. Um, oh my goodness, Javante Williams. Yes. Yeah. So I actually like their running back. So they have a good running back. They have. God, we ran through all their names, and now my brain is just like Cortland Sutton. If he can stay healthy, obviously, big thing. If he can stay healthy, and then I think I really do think Jerry Judy will take a step up with Russell Wilson at that. I mean, listen, if you're gonna take a step up, it better be when Russell Wilson's there. And I feel like if he doesn't do it this year, then right, he's kind of done. Then he's done. Yeah, I completely agree with that. So I'm banking on him taking a step up, and right. I, I just think I think Russell Wilson, first time having an actual offensive head coach. Granted, book's still out on him, but I just think he that offense is going to be incredibly improved, and the defense is going to be just as good, if not maybe slightly better, with Randy Gregory. I have two questions for you. Okay. One, is Russell Wilson too old yet? No. Okay. And I say that because he's a he's because a of his style of play. It's not just that. Correct. He's, yeah, it's not. He's not that old, but. 
Let's look at the 2012 draft class. For oh a my gosh. Let's, let's take a look at it. Now, RG3. Yeah, just And just play with me here. RG3, is he in the league or not? No. Okay. Andrew Luck. No. Okay. Brandon Whedon. Brandon Whedon. No. Okay. Ryan Tannenhill. Yes. Yeah. There you go. We got one. Kirk Good Cousins. Job. Yes. See, look, we got one. But boy, there's a lot that aren't. And the ones that aren't are runners. Except for Andrew Luck, but that's a whole other thing. Tannehill? I said aren't. The ones that aren't in the league are runners. Yeah. Tannehill's not a runner. I mean, he's, he's not a, a runner, receiver, but, but he's not a running quarterback. No, but he definitely runs as a quarterback, and he it does have rushing touchdowns okay. and stuff. Yeah, so does Peyton Manning. Like, what oh, does that mean? No, like, he has more than right. that. So anyway, there's that question. And I and I don't know the answer to that. I worry that I worry that Russell Wilson was wasted for a few years under Carroll. Oh They're, yeah. I mean they, that's well they, that's yeah. Duh. Yeah, I worry about that and I just I don't know. I mean, he's not that old. I hope that he still has a I actually love Russell Wilson's one of my favorite players to watch. It's, it's insane to me that he's still to have an MVP vote. What the heck? But I like I well, love last watching year him, was his first year on the team like, that was had a losing record. Yeah. And he was out, right? And he wasn't and right he when he came a, back, anyway. But, right, and I think that's my worry. I think that's why I'm bringing this up. It's not coming out of nowhere. Russell Wilson got hurt when he came back. It was yeah, but it was his hand. Like I, I feel like it would be. Diff- I would feel different if it was like his leg. Like when RG three went out, okay. like clearly it. Right, it was right. his leg. Like and it didn't look great, <laughs> and it never got healed. Better. Like right. and big worry about other running. Like that's usually my worry with running quarterbacks is like their legs. But it was his hand, like it was an incidental thing. I don't think it's something that's gonna like be a reoccurring. Like, oh, if he gets hit at the legs, I'm not gonna be like, oh my god. Like, okay. plus Russell right. Wilson really knows how to take a hit. Like, he, or he not definitely take knows a hit, how to take it. Really. Right, I get what you're saying with that. He's obviously a smarter player than RG3, and he's a smarter player than a lot of other quarterbacks. And he, I think, like Tom Brady, spends a lot of time and money and effort into pliability. Well, I mean, right, I agree. And listen, teams make big jumps. And getting a quarterback like Russell Wilson is a good way to make a big jump. You have how many wins? 11? 11. That's a lot of wins. That is a lot of wins. I have one more question for you, and then we can oh, move God. on. Is Nathaniel Hackett a better head coach than Vic Fangio? In today's NFL, I would say yes. I think offensive okay. head coaches are usually tend to be better than defensive head coaches. All right. I mean, I would agree, but man, I actually love Vic Fangio. Oh, I love Vic Fangio too, but. I feel like he was becoming a dinosaur. I I can't argue that. I just said Belichick dynasty's crumbling, so I mean I I don't have any defensive uh coordinating coaches I can think of right now that I'm speaking super highly of. So yeah. I'm I'm with you. I I really like them though and I just I'm not sold on hack it. I, I mean know. I'm not either. This is also I don't know on if hack, can hack it. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> Wow, I'm surprised it took till the second episode for me to be like, oh, God, to one of your jokes. But anyway, and we move on to the Raiders, who I have at 8 and 9. So I actually have them. We have the Broncos. Um, I am... Is this because of Josh McDaniels? Yes. <laughs> I, so I'm actually worse on Josh McDaniels than you are. Um, <laughs> okay, that's not great. Sorry, Josh McDaniels. No, we're not. No, I'm really not. I don't know... 
why anybody thinks Josh McDaniels good. will never be on our podcast. You, you realize that, right? Totally we ever okay get to the that. point where we're interviewing people, Josh McDaniels, never gonna happen. It's okay. By the time we get there, he'll be out of the league anyway. Oh, oh. <laughs> or he'll just be back on Belichick's squad, like uh, that. Uh, yeah, like he'll Patricia just do Patricia and, and Joe Judge thing. He'll just be like, oh, and and the, but that's the thing that's so frustrating about that, right? Because that's already happened. He's already right. become a head coach, and he's already whimpered back. And I don't understand what has happened from then to now to to People make anybody think that, that he learned and that he's got... Learned what? I, that he right, didn't know I, before. Yeah. I don't know. How to treat people? I don't know. Whatever. Like, and it, and it sucks because I love Derek Carr. I do too. I actually, like, Devontae Adams is overrated, but I definitely think he will add to that offense. Because Derek think, Carr is the type of guy you want from Devontae well, Adams. Right. And it's not like... And they already have a... A rapport with each other because college teammates correct, correct. so like they already have a rapport plus it's not like it's just Devontae Adams no you have Devontae no, Adams no. Darren Waller Hunter Renfro like arguably one of the best tight ends arguably one of the best slot receivers in the league with him so it's like you know I think with that and you got Josh Jacobs in the backfield and all that kind of stuff like definitely gonna it's Hunter Renfro the closest thing 2020 2022 has the West Walker. Yes, I would definitely say so. Yeah, I would too. Definitely say so. I like I like the team. There's nothing. I I love that offense. I do not love Josh McDaniels. <laughs> right, and that's honestly that's why I have him eight nine. Like I think the AFC is going to be really tough, and I think he's going to. And out, that division's tough. And he's just going to get out coached. Like yeah. honestly, like it, it. All things equal, he'll get out out coached. Yeah, I would agree with that. I would agree. All right. All right. It's Moving time. on to the north. Oh, I can't wait for this one. Oh, oh my God. I'm ready. But yeah, I want you to lead, though. Go for All it. All right. So, again, in boring fashion, I got the Ravens at the That's top of the division. Boring. They didn't win last year, right? <laughs> no, they didn't win last year. But I feel like a lot of people are picking them for the same reason. I'm going to injury bug everywhere. Yeah, agreed. Um, they were creamed by injuries by, like, game one. And they still... like it, yeah. We're only eight and nine last year. Like it's not even like they had a terrible season. It's not like they just like mailed it in. It was like oh they were five and twelve. No, they were still eight and nine. So I have them eleven and six. Still not world beaters, but you know jumping up to eleven and six. So I'm gonna say first of all, I think eleven and six is a really good record for somebody in the AFC North. All right, because I think that that division is brutal, and I don't division mean bad. is brutal. I mean right, they're, they're gonna, gonna beat the hell out of each, each other. other. Yeah completely agree with that um i think this is this is insane like yeah um now i will say this is also contingent on jackson staying healthy and not getting sick because the weird thing is is like looking back at his last couple years it's not even really injuries he gets like sick and then he's out for games which is just like more than any other quarterback i've ever like ever yeah yeah, I and and that worries a little bit just for like his health, like not like beyond football, right? Right. Like, are you okay, dude? Like, and I don't mean like anything weird. I just like seriously, like, is he somebody who just gets sick a lot, and is that going to come back to like cause some like long term issues for him? And like, right. hopefully not. And I, it's he's it's weird because he has the play style where you expect all the physical injuries, right. the leg injuries, like. And that really hasn't happened. Again, knows how to take a hit. He does not take so. a hit. He doesn't, and he has. It's weird because 
I feel like when he came in the league, the issue a lot of people had is he had that same like kind of track style body that RG three had, but he knows how to take it and he knows how to slide. Well, and he's worked on his body to beef up so Correct. that he could take. Correct. Because it doesn't look like he did when he came out of college. No. Like, after his first year, man, yeah. he came That's in second true. year. I was like, oh, okay. All right, guy. Lamar Jackson. Yeah. All right. So, uh, Bengals, second place, but 11-6 and six as well. Okay. I actually really like what they did in so the offseason. better record than last year. Yeah. So, okay. I have a better record than last year. I actually really like what they did. Because, well, really, they did the one thing they needed to do. Offensive line? Bolster their offensive line. Okay. Um, and then... They lose C.J. Uzama, but they bring in Hayden Hurst. I mean, I like C.J. Uzama a little bit better, but it's not I like too. a I think huge Hayden drop Hurst is a little bit of an overrated name. Yes. But it'll still it'll be all right. It's not a huge... I agree. Right, and plus, like, off. with that receiving core, it's like, I feel like your tight end's going to get his work anyway because everybody else on the outside. <laughs> Literally yeah. everybody else. <laughs> yeah, I would agree. So, not really much there. Just bolster the offensive line, protect Joe Burrow, have a better season. Um... Browns are interesting. So I have the Browns third. Ooh. Right. Now, I thought that too when I like, before I did all this. So I actually map out every game, blah, blah, blah. They have breaks early in the season. Okay. So like that's when they're facing teams that I'm just like, ugh. Like, like they got the Jets, the Panthers, uh, the Falcons. Like these teams that I think are already thrown in the towel. Then they're going to go on like a crazy losing streak. And then Deshaun Watson will come back and they'll win games. Like that's pretty much what I think. They'll end up 9-8. and eight. Won't make the playoffs. Boom. Bada-bing, bada-boom. Realist guys in the room. I don't know <laughs> what to say about that, so you can just keep going. <laughs> I have Cleveland finishing last, by the way. Okay. And then I feel unsettling about this because I don't think it's actually going to happen. I'm going to destroy you here. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I have the Steelers having their first losing season under Mike Tomlin, and I don't – in my heart, I don't believe that to be true. It's just kind of how it fell together. Okay. Uh, so I got them at seven and ten. I just, oh, man, I don't know. There's Mike just something. That, yeah, I know. With, I mean, he had Devlin Hodges as quarterback and had a five. I know. Devlin Hodges. I know. I know. Uh, can, like, can we just reboot for a second? I just want you to forget about the name Pittsburgh Steelers. Right. Forget about Ben Roethlisberger. I just want you to. Sit and listen to three questions I'm going to ask you. Okay? All right. So I say, Travis, you are a GM of a football team, okay? Okay. So I'm going to give you head coach Mike Tomlin. What, All right. What do you say to that? Sweet. Right. Let's go. One of the assistant coaches on that team will be Brian Flores. Oh, I forgot about that. Okay. Yeah. So what do you say to that? All right. Good or bad? Let's go. Right? That's yeah. great, right? Yeah. Okay. Now, what have I said that you have your pick then of two quarterbacks? Quarterback can be a rookie. He might be good. We don't know yet. In the pocket kind of guy. Not, to me, very dissimilar to Ben Roethlisberger. Or you can pick a quarterback that has a 2-to-1 touchdown interception ratio in his career. What do you say to that? Yeah, yeah. And is top 10 in the last three years in winning percentage, right? That is correct. And here's the thing. Ben Roethlisberger, Ben Roethlisberger, who threw the ball maybe eight yards Five yeah. times? Seriously. I mean... Yeah, no, I agree. Lowest average in the league, I think, or second lowest. And they still finished what? Oh, God. No, they finished Nine, with a winning record. Yeah. Nine, and, seven, and, and they made it to the playoffs. Yeah. 
Okay, and you haven't won. I know, I know, I know, I know. Honestly, like when I when I did my whole thing, I was like, this. So explain yourself. Feels unsettling. (sighs) They'll have a better record in their division, and I'm splitting division. That's the only thing I can say to explain. Okay. No. Um. They have a pretty tough schedule, though. I feel like they face they face a lot of the teams that like. Other than your little the Browns thing that we talked about, who in the North doesn't? Yeah, that's true. That's fair. And when does the Steelers not? I mean, but the th- Tomlin figured out Devlin Hodges I you know. Know, and Mason Rudolph. They're both really bad. Yeah. And I'm sorry, Devlin Hodges and Mason Rudolph. Honestly, I've never played football. You're way better quarterbacks than I am. Yeah. But you shouldn't be in the NFL. Why is Mason Rudolph even still in the league? I have no idea. He must be like that perfect backup quarterback who like knows his stuff and can help like Chase you. Daniel. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah. Okay. Like career backup, like. Colt McCoy, like those kind of people. Although I feel like Colt McCoy has way more talent than I agree with. That. Yeah. So I will say this is one. This is probably the one prediction. Like when I did my whole schedule thing and like went through every no, game. Are you talking about the North or period? No, just Steelers. Like okay. period okay. in the entire league that I was like, that ain't right. Like I literally got done and I was like, I don't know what I did, but that ain't right. <laughs> like, but you went with it. I went you with it. Yeah, with it. I stuck with it. You stuck with it. That's very interesting. I think it should be my turn now. <laughs> Honestly, probably going to end up being the opposite of that record. You know what's funny about that? That's Guess who I have winning the AFC North, sir. Yeah, and it's for the three things I laid out to you. Yeah. You have a coaching staff with Mike Tomlin and Brian Flores. See ya. Don't care about who's on defense because I'll get figured out. Which they gonna, actually do have good defense. Exactly. And then you're going to, you're gonna like, again, they want, they made it to the playoffs last year. Travis, do you realize how bad Ben... And I get, like, people are going to be like, oh, I had 21 touchdown passes, 10 interceptions. Dude, he was throwing nothing. Yeah. Like, the, he would be rolling out. And he had... Like, the offensive line, and that's the thing about Roethlisberger, a lot of his career, their offensive line was terrible. Last year was good. He had a lot of time. He's just running around, like, waiting for, like, somebody to just get into a flat so that he can throw because they're all too deep. And I'm, I know that sounds mean, but he was really bad. There was... Full games I was watching last year where they had the beat on the teams they were playing. Like, receivers were beating people. Like, he had people to throw to, and he just couldn't get the ball down the field. And Mitchell Trubisky. Mitchell Trubisky. Didn't we say that next week we're going to talk about MVP? Mitchell Trubisky. I mean, if he doesn't start, that I might start questioning Mike Tomlin. Like, and I like Pickett, don't get me wrong. But Trubisky... One in Chicago, despite a Matt Nagy. And the funny thing about that is year one, everybody's like, oh, Matt Nagy's winning despite a Mitchell Trubisky. Nope. Because Matt Other Nagy is a horrible head coach. And that the book is out. There's no, in my opinion, there's no argument about that. Matt Nagy is terrible. He should yeah. not be a head coach. So what does that say about Mitchell Trubisky? And I know this not definite. And I'm joking about MVP. And it's not like we don't know that Mitchell Trubisky is a great quarterback. But we also don't know that he's a bad one. But what we and do he, know, what we do know, is he has almost a two to one touchdown interception ratio, and he has a pretty good winning percentage for a starting well, quarterback. And what we do know is that Mike Tomlin is Mike Tomlin. And Mike, and when does Mike Tomlin finish five hundred under five hundred? Never. And what did you do today? I get it. All right, I get it. <laughs> All right. So now I get that this is a really bold pick, and here's why it's bold. I don't think that my pick is bold because of the quality of the team that the Pittsburgh Steelers are. I think my pick is bold because of the division that they're in. So, yeah. 
I think the issue is, can they be better than the Ravens? And can they be better than the Bengals? And maybe even the question is, can they be better than the Browns? Now, I don't think that's a question. You seem to like them a little bit more than I do. I get that their schedule out of all the teams in the AFC North is probably easier. Well, and it's not, it's not even really that their schedule is easier. The way it falls is perfect for Deshaun Watson's situation. Correct. Go ahead. Correct. Sorry, I just wanted to throw I that I think out the there. issue I have, too... And then maybe it's where my heart is going to have my... I don't want Deshaun Watson to do that. Oh, I don't want him to succeed. And... But in my... Like, like I know there was issues. I kind of like Baker Mayfield. How funny would it be if Baker Mayfield becomes the Mitchell Trubisky of this situation? And Baker Mayfield, like, does well in Carolina and shows us that maybe this guy in Cleveland is really not that good either. Yeah, but you need a good coach where you're going to, and I don't Uh, think that happened either. That's true. Poor Baker Mayfield. Want one. But and that's the thing. You make me. You go from Cleveland to Carolina. Oh, that's a whole other thing. But it's yeah. just bad for him. The Bengals. The Bengals are interesting. I, they're weird because I agree with everything you said, and then I don't because like yes, they improved an offensive line. I feel like they didn't really do anything else. I don't know that they had to do much. I mean, there's the tight end swap. Um, defense kind of stayed pat. I feel like the Bengals overachieved last year. And here's the thing: Super Bowl losers, unless you're the Patriots or Chiefs. You usually don't do well, at least the next year. You might come back, like yeah. the Rams, it took a few years. But, like, if you lose the Super Bowl, it's just like that. It's, like, worse than the hangover, right? Because it's like a depression hangover. You're like, oh, man, we didn't win. And, like, and it takes, it, like, you, just that, psycho, like, psychology is huge in the NFL. Yes. And I think the reason I'm sticking with the Bengals on this is because of Joe Burrow. And I get it. I, I had questions about Joe Burrow because, man, that LSU team was so stacked. Yeah, it, 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 it was hard to, like, really, is he that good? And one year, year, one good year. Yeah, yeah. yeah, right, one good year. And, like, really, really, you're going to draft him over Herbert? And then, you know, rookie year, he gets hurt because, you know, they decided they need to protect a rookie quarterback. And last year, he takes him Let's to the Super Bowl. Let's run him into Chase Young. Yeah. Yeah. And last year, they make it to the Super Bowl. but And, and so I get it. And, like, I like him. I, I hope he's a stud. I think he's going to have a good career. Don't get me wrong. I'm not calling. I'm not calling for a collapse. By the way, I have all these teams within like one win. Right. So it's like, it, well, except for Cleveland. So I have like Pittsburgh winning division at ten wins. I don't know if you can win ten wins in AFC North. Honestly, I think that like that's the max. Like I think that division is so brutal. And then I have the uh, I have the Ravens winning ten games, and then I have the Bengals winning nine games. Okay. And I just like to me, they're all about the same. I'm going to give the Steelers nod because, dude, Mike Tomlin has been so good with nobody at quarterback for the last four years and has figured out how to float around. Because Ben Roth, and I say that because Roethlisberger has been hurt or really, really old. So, like, for the last four years, like, nothing, and he hasn't finished under 500. He's, I, think, I think Mitchell Trubisky, he's not a great quarterback. I think he's a huge upgrade. I really do over what they've had. Like, over Mason Rudolph, over Declan Hodges, over a 100,000-year-old arm of Ben Roethlisberger. I think he's a huge upgrade. So, again, I have them all the same. So, I have Steelers 1, Ravens 2, Bengals 3. They're all around the same record. And the Browns, eight win, 7, 8 wins. I think they'll be competitive. But, Jacoby Brissett. Jacoby, like, like, is there any, like, he falls into the most starting position. Like, yeah, like, he does. Now, has he ever earned a starting job? And I don't say, I'm not saying from our opinion, but I mean, he's right, ever been no. on a team and thought and like, 
won a starting job. No. But right. he's all like But he's always he's, a starter. He's the opposite of Tyrod Taylor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he, he he's the guy that would be like if him and Tyrod Taylor are on the same team, which by the way, Tyrod Taylor injured in the last preseason yeah. game of the Giants. I feel so bad for that. I really do. I really oh. do. I really like him too. Like, but is there anybody more average than Jacoby Brissett? Right. I would argue this is the best team he's had around him. I feel like the Browns are pretty well put together. Yeah. Um, they're not gonna. It's not like it's gonna fall on. Like, think about like the Colts. You get rid of Andrew Luck and go to Brissett. Huge drop off, and. You were asking Andrew Luck to be Andrew Luck every game, and yeah, when he was like, there, it, it, it sucks for Colts fan. When he was there, that roster was crap. Yeah, now that he's gone. The roster's awesome. Right, exactly. <laughs> so, like, literally, Brissett could literally just turn around, and hand the ball off all game, every game, and they'll probably still win games. Like, especially against those teams that I named earlier yeah, that they play early. Steelers in the and I had the Steelers like I. Like I don't see that schedule. Like I don't. That schedule's not difficult. Well, again, don't get me wrong. The Steelers thing. I don't think the Panthers. The... Okay, but I don't think the like the Jets are terrible. But I don't think the Panthers are horrible. No, Panthers aren't horrible. And the but Falcons aren't horrible. again outcoached in the Panthers game. I think yeah. like not even close. Um, Jets. Yeah, I'll give you the Jets. Jets for sure. Falcons. Bleh, I feel like they're. Okay, but then you got the Chargers, then you got the Patriots. Well, they, yeah, they lose that game. They lose against the Patriots. They lose against the Ravens. I have them winning against the Bengals because, again, splitting the division. Um, Man, lose, lose, lose. Off, and off. then they come back. And then he comes back against, or no, then they have the Texans. Then he comes back. And then they'll win. They'll beat Washington. They'll beat New Orleans with Watson. Like, you know, like they'll win these some of these games. And that's why I have them where they are. Is because, like, the schedule could not have fallen perfectly for them as far as so watching me, here's, here's another thing, and I, this is gonna sound. Bad. And I say perfectly, they're not even gonna make the playoffs, so who cares? Right. Uh, yeah, and maybe I won't even have to ask this, but I will anyway. So, like, I again, my heart wants to root against Watson, and here's what I'll say about Watson. And I, dude, I thought the guy was talented, but the last time he played, what was his record? Oh, what were they four and twelve? Yeah. He but he had the best statistical season of his entire career. I, I just, like, I mean, I get, like, we're talking about different quarterbacks and having teams around him and all that, and I understand that makes a difference. He, the dude hasn't won. And, like, I, I don't know. Like, I, I just don't see it. I, I don't see the Browns as being that. I don't, honestly, I don't even think they're ever that good with Baker. I think, like, we just were excited because the Browns won more than zero games. They actually won in the playoffs. And they were actually the in the playoffs. Ones. Yeah, and they beat the Steelers with 100,000-year-old Ben Watson. Yeah. All right, moving on. And again, I have them 9-8. and eight. <laughs> Like, it's not like I have them as world leaders. Anyway. All right. But you have them above Pittsburgh. Well, I mean, you have Mike Tomlin winning seven games. I don't. I feel like I'm going to say that a hundred times yeah. a season. Like, every time they win, you know I'm going to say that, right? Yeah. Like, remember when you had Mike Tomlin winning seven games? But if I end up being right, that's true. I'm gonna be able to that's come true. back on. I'm sure there's plenty that we're both gonna be wrong and both gonna be right about. I'm just hoping for one. I just want to be right on one. <laughs> I feel like that's a good number. Okay. Yeah, you gotta start somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So moving on to the AFC South, which you are leading the charge on this one, since the AFC South. 
This is a very interesting division. Weirdly, I think. Except for the Texans. I don't find the Texans to be that intriguing. I, I think they're on the way up, but not necessarily. I find them intriguing to watch, but not intriguing as far as, like, they're not going to fight for the division. I'll tell you about Adult. a team who's going to fight for the division. <laughs> oh, God. Here we go. But let's not, let's not jump over down here. All right. So, I, I actually, for me, I don't know about you. For me, it's the hardest division. Yes. For uh, a winner. For a few reasons. Last year, I was really high on the Titans. When yes. I look back on last year, I feel like they had this weird thing happened, and we're going to get to kind of why, where I feel like they had a lot of things not go their way last year. And yeah. I feel like they had, like, the um, Leo Jones project was a disaster. Yeah. An absolute disaster. Yeah. Uh, you had Henry out for, what, half the season? Or yeah, like the... Like, in like the last half of this, like the bad half of this, right? The season you don't want to miss, right? Right, and so and yet they still won the division. Yeah, they still won eleven, ten games. Won the division. They won the AFC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Never mind. They won more than that. And so, right, they're number one seed. They were winning games without their. It's not like they were just waiting for like they won games without their Henry. The reason for that, I think, is Mike Rabel. Yes. What I think we've entered with Mike Rabel. Oh, well, we haven't entered, but we're going to enter with Mike Vrabel, is that Mike Vrabel will be the new Mike Tomlin. Like, he's going to be the guy that, like... Can't lose. Doesn't have under 500 season. I'm yeah. not, and I, I, don't, I don't know his first year. Maybe he did. I'm not going to go back in history and look at it. But to moving forward, I don't think he's going to have years under 500. And I so, agree with you. With that being said, I don't see this team being all that great. Um... I think they had a lot of like sometimes with coaching like that, coaching through things that happen. I just don't know that that's all going to repeat this year. Derrick Henry, he's and it's weird, right? Because Derrick Henry, it feels like he's been in the league forever. He's twenty eight. Running backs tend to drop off at I know running backs tend to drop off at thirty, but Derrick Henry has been used a lot, and he is a bruiser, and so that worries me a lot, honestly. And the defense was like, good. I feel like the defense wasn't as, or at least, okay, it wasn't as great when it needed to be. Um, it was definitely a good defense throughout the season, but there was like, at the, the most important times, i.e. playoffs, <laughs> the defense wasn't great. And I'm not sure what was going on there. I just, I sense that they're going to drop a little bit, and I'd have them at like 10 or 11 wins, so or probably 10 wins. And so because of that, I'm going to have the Colts finishing first in division. It was really hard. I was going back and forth probably more than any other division. Matt Ryan. Matt, what a weird career. Like, Yeah. I don't even know what you say about Matt Ryan. He is a former MVP, but Mike Shanahan's offensive coordinator. Yeah, definitely agree. And Matt Ryan has had an odd career. I feel like his like stamp on his career is the Super Bowl that they like Oof, lost. Like that's a bad stamp. I know it is, but like it stamp. is, but like when I think of Matt Ryan, that's I like know. the first thing that comes to mind. And I feel like he wants to get rid of that in everybody's mind. Like I feel like this is not not only is this going to be a Matt Ryan that's coming to a better team, better coach. Like he's also probably a little pissed off and ready to do some damage. Yeah, and it, it's almost like. It's almost like Philip Rivers, but a little bit younger and fresher, right? Because Philip Rivers is kind of the same way. Right. Like a guy like doesn't have that Super Bowl win. Kind of like, I need to prove myself, but way more But I don't feel, yeah, I don't feel like Matt Ryan has lost his arm. No. 
No, not no. yet. No. And, and and Rivers was like losing it as he was playing for the Colts. Right. Um. So and even yeah. a little bit before, I would argue, yeah. like we were all kind of like, was Rivers already done? Right. And I don't think we've said that for Ryan. Right. Um. Some people have, but that's right. I feel like those are people that don't actually watch football. Right. Or they certainly didn't watch the Atlanta Falcons. <laughs> right. Which, who watched the Atlanta Falcons outside of people living in the True. Atlanta? But I digress. So yeah, I, I would say Colts. They, I think in the South, they probably have the most complete roster. And then if you put Matt Ryan there with them, I think uh, I think they'll win 11 games. And get, I, I, again, the South is going to be this weird division. I don't think anybody's super great. I know the Titans, first seed last year, I just see them dropping. Colts at 11, Titans at 10. So there's a team. <laughs> Here we go. There's a team, Travis. Here's the thing. We talked about Joe Judge last last week, and I called that from the beginning. Do yes. you remember another head coach I called from the beginning? Oh, and I mean, yeah. day like one. literally when they announced the hire. Yeah. Yes, and that name is Urban Meyer. Yeah. I think, and this is tough for somebody from Washington to say, by the way, but I think Urban Meyer goes down as the worst head coach in NFL history. Whoa. And that is saying a lot when we're watching. <laughs> I mean, we've had Jim, Jim Zorn, Zorn, but I'm telling you, Jim Zorn was better than Urban Meyer. Well, I actually do mean that. I'm not joking. Yeah, no, I know you do. I, Urban Meyer was terrible. So, Urban Meyer's gone. Now, here's the thing. A lot of teams with coaches have proven that just because you subtract the bad coach doesn't necessarily mean you're better, right? Like, you have to have a good head coach. So, who do the Jaguars get, Travis? Super Bowl champion. Super Bowl champion, not Super Bowl appearing. Right. Super Bowl champion, Doug Peterson. And how talented was that Eagle scene that he took the Super Bowl and won? I've thought about this a lot. I still can't name a receiver from that team. <laughs> <laughs> like, since we brought this up before we started the podcast, I cannot name a receiver off that team. Okay. Their defense was pretty talented. Like, you had Fletcher Cox and... The defense, I th- the defense was talented for sure. I think what also helped the defense... Is they literally had an eight person defensive line. Yeah. So they just rotated the ever loving hell out of it. <laughs> Take and, notes, Washington, right. what you should have done last year. Exactly. And like and, and that's how they did it. And and here's the thing about the Eagles, and now and and I think this is because of Peterson, but that Super Bowl winning team built up their defensive line and offensive line, which is why you can't name a wide receiver because money right. was not spent there. Yeah, exactly. And so you you build your lines. And then you just say, okay, we've got the best defensive line, offensive line. Our offensive line, defensive line is probably going to be better than yours. We're going to crush you in the trenches. Yeah. And win and that And just way. hope that our other players win out. Yep. Now, obviously, we don't know how good Trevor Lawrence is. I'm going to take a bet that he's better than Nick Foles. Nelson Aguilar. Sorry, I just thought of one. Ah, there you go. <laughs> anyway, go. All right. So I'm going to go ahead and say he's better than Nick Foles. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Travis, I think Jacksonville is going to be a wild card team this year. Whoa. Whoa. I, I think. Whoa. I think they are going to win at least nine games, and I think they might even win ten. Whoo. And I just. First of all, Travis Etienne didn't really get to play last year. Right. So he comes back. I'm not a fan of. Some wide receivers that they've lost, like meaning not that I'm not fans of them, meaning I don't like the fact that Jacksonville lost them. Um, but dude, that running back room, dude, 
here's the thing. That team, remember when we talked to you? What did you just say about the Eagles and you couldn't name a wide receiver? Yeah. And we're sitting I here mean, talking about yeah. the weakness of the Jacksonville, right? But look at the running back room, right? And Phil, uh, the Eagles were running like, I think they had like five running backs that season. And so, like, yeah. Jacksonville, they're going to have the same thing with their running back room. Yeah, I think Honestly, Doug, they don't even need that. They have two studs that I think, well, as long as ETN is as advertised. Right. And comes back, you know, healthy. Correct. Correct. But, like, back to your point about Urban Meyer, though. Like, do you remember when Trevor Lawrence was, like, basically telling put James Robinson in? Yeah. Like, how is that even a question? Right. Why like, was why, it? Why, why are we putting Carlos there? Hyde in over James Robinson? Sorry. That made no... You know why? Because Carlos Hyde went to Ohio State. Exactly. And that is why Urban Meyer should have never... Like, there is just so much there. And, and and I know you don't follow college football, so I don't know how much no. you realize. Like, all the horrible things he did at Ohio State and he's done in college and everything. And if you look at, like... It was funny because if you look at his team in Florida, it pretty much reads like a like a criminal lineup. Like, oh, I mean, that Aaron, was that team. Aaron Hernandez okay. was on that team, and like, uh, and there's a bunch of other people. Like, I, I don't know. That's probably got like the most convictions out of like any they had college the football brothers, team. right? Yeah, and then and all led by Tim Tebow, which is the oddest thing in the world. Lot, I actually like me some Tim Tebow. <laughs> oh, so we, we've yeah, we we can have that a conversation another day. All we right. both love Tim. So Tebow. We, we've definitely gotten off the rails a little bit, but. So I said, we'll just finish with Urban Meyer sucks. Yes. So now we bring in Doug Peterson. Talk about one end of the spectrum to the other. Urban Meyer, the most overrated, like, which is like, oh, it's like him and Trevor Lawrence, like this huge superstar circus disaster. And you bring in Doug Peterson, who might be the most underrated coach in this past decade. Like, I like he just he took a team with like, again, like there's no real talent there. Like in terms of like superstar, carry your team to the Super Bowl. This is all schemed by Doug Peterson. Like, that's how they got to the Super Bowl. That's how they won. That's how they beat New England. So how do you explain the last year in Philadelphia for I Doug think what Peterson? happened in the last year of Philadelphia is unfortunately what happens a lot of times with Washington, which is that the owner and the coach did not agree with anything. And I think you had a lot of, like, forcing the – and then I, the disaster that we have now, Carson Wentz, of, like, how do we coach him? What do we do with him? How, like, I like – there's there's this like it felt like Doug Peterson they had said like he was already like going into that season like they said this afterwards like Doug Peterson felt like he was already on the way out so like I don't know how much he was dedicated like he he had this huge like disconnect with the ownership so I don't know what happened there but because of all these reports that you hear about this disconnect yeah the ownership I'm willing to forgive that because again that Super Bowl season was just so ridiculous like no who called that if we were doing a podcast we wouldn't have picked that no like nobody did i think a lot of people had them at third place that year so like and they like won they didn't appear they didn't they won a super bowl and they didn't beat a team that limped in they beat the patriots in a shootout which is odd (laughs) right very odd and then the rams with the great sean McVay in there and they scored three points nine whatever however many points they scored anyway i i just like and I know, like everybody's gonna say, well, what all the moves? What moves did they make to make them better? It's, it's Urban Meyer, like a really, and not just a bad or below average, a really bad coach can really hold teams back. I.e. Yes. Jeff Fisher and the Rams, and I.e. hopefully for my case, Urban Meyer and Trevor Lawrence, because I think we don't know if Trevor Lawrence is good last year, and I think right. if Trevor Lawrence had a good coach. We might know now if he was good. 
So I have Jacksonville in the playoffs, wild card, nine wins. You seem to be surprised by that. Cool. I think the Texans are also on the way up. I don't have them challenging for a wild card. I, I like. You're right. They're intriguing the way that they're building their team. I don't know if they're necessarily going to be intriguing to watch this year. But I'll give them. I'm intrigued to watch Mills. Yeah, and, and his I'm growth. Cu- yeah, I'm curious I agree. to see his growth. Because will he grow? I think it's right. the question. Yes. Um, because I think where what you saw last year was good enough for a rookie quarterback, but it wasn't good enough to say this guy's the future of our franchise. Right. And and it could, maybe it's a Josh Allen situation where each year he's going to get better and better, or maybe it's the other 500 quarterback situation where right. he just kind of like a Nick Foles or whoever, like just kind of stays there or even regresses. It'll be interesting to see. I could easily, honestly, see them winning six, seven games. I don't see them winning more than seven. Okay, that's fair. Okay, I have them worse than that. So okay. even though right. I say so, you don't like, have that one in a walk on. No, 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 no. All right. So what about Jacksonville? Where you got Jacksonville? All right. So let's talk about it. So actually, Colts Titans, literally the same exact thing. I have eleven and six for the Colts. 10 and 7 for the Titans. Okay. Completely agree. I think. Did you struggle that, with it, though? Oh, like, yeah. Okay. Definitely right. struggle with it because okay. I believe in Mike Vrabel, but I also feel the way you do, where I just feel like they're not as. Like, Henry's a year older, all coming off an injury. They lose A.J. Brown. Right. Uh, you know, they bring in Robert Woods, who I do like. Um, I like Robert Woods. I don't I also know if I like Robert think, Woods as a one. Yeah, I think he needs a complimentary piece. Right. Even if it's like a 1A and 1B and yeah. he's like 1A right. like I'd be okay with that like as long as the 1B was good he was a addition in LA in, with the Rams because there's right. so many other pieces there but we might find out that Allen Robinson will be even better right. than Robert Woods was but um, but also he's coming off an injury as well so a lot of people coming off injury um, of course Tannehill like coming out of therapy um, for his loss like so there's a lot of like other question stuff kind of yeah a lot yeah. of question marks going there of course, bringing in Malik Willis doesn't help to add to that question mark <laughs> as quarterback. Well, and I think that's the problem too. I, it feels to me that we're ending, we're nearing the end of the Tannehill era in Tennessee. Right. And like it's I starting feel to feel. Like he thinks that too. Yeah. Well, I think he knows that. Like right. in his in his heart. Like, it, but it could end up being one of those things where like he comes out, balls out, and like you know they win a playoff game or two. You know, it could be something like that where complete opposite effect. Um. But I don't think that happens. I think they drop off a little bit. Uh, I, I Matt too. Ryan, like, you just hear from, like, everybody in the Colts organization about how different practices are uh, between having Matt Ryan at the helm and Carson Wentz. Like, and... Yay for Washington! Yeah. So, like, like there was a comment, because I listened to a lot of a certain show um, led by a former Colts punter. So he talks a lot about the Colts and like the big thing that they talk about is the practices are so short because it's literally just like Marine style. Like we do this, we do this. If you're doing this wrong, he's going to call you out on it and you're going to do it right. You're going to do it right the first time and then practice is over. And everybody's like, why is it already over? Oh, because we don't have an idiot quarterback. So good on Washington, which by the way, uh, I forgot to ask you at the beginning of the show. Is there anything you want to change from last week? One thing I want to change Washington six and uh, 11. Um, is the thing I'm changing. So <laughs> From what? They were like, I had them at like 9 and 8 or something okay. like that. Good, good call. Yeah, good, yeah, job. good call. <laughs> uh, no, I'm good. I might double down and have the Giants too. No, I'm just good. Nah, I'm good. Okay. Alright, um, I might have a change for my AFC later uh, for next week. But, um, 
But yeah, so definitely agree about that. I, I think, hope your change, by the way, is Tomlin not winning seven games. But go ahead. Right, right, exactly. That would be my one big change. But the thing is, is then that's going to affect all my other teams, and all that's right, going to make the whole thing whatever. Anyway, anyway see South. I digress. Uh, <laughs> Jaguars. I haven't been third. Okay. To be fair, that's the same place I have. Yeah, exactly. Uh, at five and twelve, <laughs> um, I I have faith in Doug Peterson. I do. I think it's going to take. At least that. a year. Okay. Um, I do like the running backs. Don't know who Trevor Lawrence is supposed to throw it to. The running backs. I mean, ETN's really good out of yeah, that field. Yeah. At least in college. Um, don't feel like they have the offensive line that he had in Philly. Um, nor you the defense Evan, pieces. Evan Ingram? What? Evan Ingram? I don't like Evan Ingram. Yeah. Dan Arnold. I actually really like Dan Arnold. I do like yeah, Dan. I, I, honestly, I would pick Dan Arnold over Evan Ingram. Yeah, well, they're both there. Yeah, I know. So uh, Evan Ingram likes throw. to You drop said who can he throw it to? I said yeah. All right. He throw to Dan. All right. Dan Arnold is a nice complimentary piece, not your number one receiver of any type. And of again, who was number one receiver when Doug Pearson took the Eagles in the Super yeah, Bowl? Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> but he also had a tremendous offensive line, which. Okay. We're getting there. Yeah, it's not I mean, there yet. Brandon Sheriff and yeah, you know, they're getting Bring the there. Sheriff back in yeah. time. I see him. Yeah, um, definitely don't have the defense that they had, and I I just feel like it's going to take a little bit of time to build. I think Peterson perfect hire. So you think Peterson's the right hire? I think Peterson's the right hire. I do. I worry more about his last year in Philly than you do. Um, I agree. There was definitely a disconnect between you know the higher ups and him. The whole Jalen Hurts thing was weird with him at the helm. So, like, that whole thing. But the fact that, like, they were where they were and then Nick Sirianni comes in and they end up being where they yeah. were last year, that worries me a little bit. But Super Bowl winning quarterback definitely scheme-wise is how they got there. So, I agree on that. But I definitely think it's going to take a little time. And I'm – I think me and you both were kind of like – People are a little too high on Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, coming out of the draft, everybody's the generational talent not buying. Right, I'm not saying he's not good. Right, he might even be a really and good it, quarterback with a really he good. Might career. be the best out of that bunch, right. but like I didn't, you know, watching everything, I didn't see this like, oh my god, you know, like Andrew Luck, like the, yeah, you know, I agree. So I think it'll take a little longer for him to develop under uh, now that he's actually got a coach that. Could actually he's possibly like coach. now yeah. that he's got a coach. Yeah, now that he's got a coach um, that will actually do anything productive, and he doesn't have to ask if we they have the play right our running best back. Yeah, if we can play or our play best, our best player, play our, play our best player yeah. over an aged Carl Tide. Um, yeah, so I have them at five and twelve. Um, so taking a step up, they were thirteen and four. Very slight step up. <laughs> you mean four and three? You said they were thirteen and four. That'd oh, be thirteen awesome. and fourteen. <laughs> what a great season! Three and fourteen. They were three and fourteen, stepping up to five and twelve. So that's where I got them. I got the Texans, three and fourteen. Um, AFC is brutal, and they're nowhere near brutal. Yeah, so, I, <laughs> I like. It. Maybe I was optimistic. I could see them winning six games, but I, I agree. If honestly, if they won two, I wouldn't be surprised. Right. I just I don't see. Like I, I want Mills to succeed. Don't think he will, just because he's in Houston. I don't, I don't like their whole front office. Like I don't, I, who's their coach anymore? I don't even know. Houston is a <laughs> like really I, weird. Like they're a weird. Like ever since Bill O'Brien's been there, they've been a weirdly ran team. He yeah. ran that organization, and Bill O'Brien it was, it was it sucked because he actually, in my opinion, is a really good head coach. 
should never have been anywhere near the general manager general position. Manager's and what kind of pull did he have to even get that anyway? It's not like he was, has all these Super Bowl trophies. Right. As a head coach, all these Super Bowl trophies that he can tout. Which, by the way, he was big because he took over when Josh McDaniels left for Denver and did better in New England. But anyway. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I Yeah. Yeah, and I, I, I agree. I actually like, I like I, Bill O'Brien as a coach. Yeah. Um, terrible as a GM, although there's a weird, like, conspiracy theory about that. What? No, no. Not tonight. All right, not tonight. All right, but that's what we got. So, to recap, who do you have in the AFC going to the playoffs? Okay, so my problem is I think I did my math wrong, and I had four wildcard teams. Uh, so, so I was going to ask because I, so, like, I was like, how are the Jaguars still in? Yeah, I think the Jaguars, I, I might. this might be my next week edit. Okay. So I'm going to have to revisit this next week. But as of now, I have the Bills. Oh, that's why. So, actually, my change is going to be, and I'm going to agree with my initial pick here. So, we're actually going to say the Titans are going to fall off a little teeny tiny bit more. Jaguars are going to finish second in the South. Oh. Get a wild card. Okay. So, I have Jacksonville leaping over Tennessee. And you know what? As I say that, we're talking about, I actually really like that. I actually think that's going to happen. Oh. I think the Titans are going to fall a little bit more than we think. I think there's just a lot of, like, and I, I think they'll still be 500 or a little bit above because of Vrabel. Uh, just everything else, I just have a lot of questions. I have a lot of questions about wide receiver, Tannehill's confidence. I don't know that's going to come back. And, and Tannehill's then, a year older. Right. Too. And who else is a year older? Your running back. And again, 28's young in every other position. And even for running backs, not that old, except for he's just run so hard. Yeah. Run so often that it, it just makes me concerned. And. Uh, Jacksonville is just my like. Last week it was my the Giants, and this week it's the Jaguars. I'll run them up to second, getting the second wild card, and then the Chiefs are my like Chiefs and the Chiefs and Bills. Right, they're not exciting wild card picks because like obviously if I pick upsets on the divisions, the teams that most people are picking, I still consider them to be playoff teams. All right. So I of course have Chiefs, Bills, uh, Ravens, and Titans. My wildcard teams are going to be Broncos, Chargers, and Bengals. The Broncos. Yep. You, you know, you give me a hard time about the Jaguars. I don't know. Broncos? I would say the Jaguars have a better head coach. I mean, obviously, the Broncos have a better quarterback. Maybe. Well, Book's still out on head coach. You don't know. Well, Book's still well, technically, by those standards, yeah. Book's still out on Trevor Lawrence. He could be better than yeah. Russell Wilson. So, we'll exactly. see. Exactly. That's very true. Very, very true. All right, so what we got going on next week? So next week, we are going to take a look at our full playoff picture and talk about who we have in our championship games in the Super Bowl and who we have winning it all for this season. We will take a look at... Jacksonville! <laughs> we will take a Coach of the Year candidates as well as... Doug Peterson! <laughs> as well as coaches who may not have a job by the end of the year. Not Doug Peterson. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about MVPs? Trevor Lawrence! Jeez. All right. <laughs> wait, wait. No. Mitchell Trubisky. <laughs> okay, there you go. Got to get a little change up in there. Yeah, and Mike Tomlin, coach of the year. Yeah. I. Yeah. I. If they do as good as you say, he better get picked coach of the year. <laughs> no. Oh, no I guess he's getting coach of the year. Yeah. That's how that goes. So, uh, and then... And what else are we doing next week? We're also talking about quarterbacks that are... Probably not going to have a job by the well, end of the year. Well, we are. Well, what else are we talking about next week? 
Thursday night That's football right. in week one, baby. Previewing the Thursday night game, Rams, Bills. We will talk about it next week. There we go. All right. Thanks for listening yet again. You're officially a fan. If you listened again, hopefully you did. Thanks for listening. If you liked it, share it, subscribe, tune in next week. If you didn't like it, move along. Act like it never happened. We totally understand. Other than that, have a great extended weekend, and we will see you next week.